0: You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, Episode 1. Brought to you by Nobody, because we don't have any sponsors just yet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. I'm Derek Robinson alongside Steve Nicholas, and you are listening to the world premiere of You Heard It Here Second. If this is your first time listening, which I'm willing to bet it is, uh, thank you for tuning in. You Heard It Here Second is a podcast produced every Monday night and airing every Tuesday morning for your enjoyment, and more information can be found at DerekAndSteve.com, so be sure to come back, and also to subscribe on iTunes. Steve... How are you doing? Inaugural podcast kicking off today.
1: I'm doing very well, Derek. I, I will say, I don't think we discussed uh, whose name was going to be first in the website.
0: Okay. So I'm a-, I'm a little upset hearing that for the first time. That's made, not stevenderek.com. Made, made an executive call on that one. Website is live for those of you listening. So uh, it is Derek and Steve. But either way, we can potentially revisit that later. Steve and Derek doesn't have as many rhyming options with it, I don't think, unless uh, we're going to rhyme with some unusual names. But either way... Uh, Welcome to everybody listening. Uh, This is the first episode of You Heard It Here Second, the much talked about, much planned. uh, You Heard It Here Second, and it's finally happening. So, uh, basically, Steve, I think we're going to get started by introducing everybody to the format of the show and
1: introducing them to ourselves. ourselves. They may not know
0: us. They may not know us. That's true. Some people out there probably do, but others—most people probably do. Others certainly won't. So, um, I think it's a good time to get that out of the way. So, Steve, why don't you go first? Me first. Okay.
1: Hmm. I'm Stephen Nicholas. I am formerly Steve of Stephen Nate at eight. Um, for those of you who've listened to uh my podcast before, I think it was a few years ago. Um, that's kind of where the namesake of the show came from. You heard it here second was a section of um our radio show back in college, me and Nate, and um we're honoring the legacy here and I think it makes for a better name than Steven Eight at eight or Stephen Derek at Tuesday morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it does I agree we we went through a few of those options, I think um Steve and a friend at a given time didn't work either, so uh Stephen Nate was certainly a good rhyming scheme, but Stephen Derek doesn't offer. Uh, the same type of uh, flexibility there. so You best believe that. <laughs> you best believe was that was almost the name of this podcast. You best believe with Derek and Steve. But uh, <laughs> those of you voting out there didn't uh, give that one the win. You gave it to You Heard It Here second. Plus, we kind of like this one was a little bit better anyway. So yep. my name is Derek Robinson. Uh, I also did a podcast during uh, our collegiate years uh, with somebody that you might know as JG3 John Griffin uh john and i had a uh we didn't have the same type of ring to our name i think we had a bunch of different names while we went i think we had the
1: you must the, be missing Derek and griffin
0: th- you must be missing Derek and griffin just made that up on the spot we probably could have used your help with naming <laughs> some of these in college but uh, i think we had the beantown breakdown was one of them uh could use some work we had some good intros though so that's really all that matters but true uh so so i'm direct like steve i went to boston college uh a lot of you guys listening probably did the same Definitely, uh, but, but we're now living Except here in Boston. Unless you're my parents, and <laughs> you went to Iona, <laughs> <laughs> correct. So there's there's two possibilities out there. So you're either an eagle, or you're uh, whatever Iona's mascot okay. is. So uh, so so basically, uh, you know, we're here in Boston now. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Some of the local uh, portions of our show, but uh, now that you know us a little bit, I just want to introduce kind of what to expect every time you listen to one of our podcasts. So. Uh, we're looking at about a half an hour, but we'll see how this goes. We're gonna, you know, this is our first time doing this, so we'll we'll see where it takes us. But so maybe fifteen um, minutes, maybe fifteen minutes, maybe maybe six hours. I don't I don't know. It depends how succinct we can be with this. But basically, the uh, structure of our show is a very cheesy uh, football metaphor. So uh, currently, you're listening to the opening kickoff, which has been in the air for quite a while. It's it's got a lot of hang time on it. <laughs> and normally, in in the opening kickoff, about two minutes, we'll introduce you know, some lighthearted topic, maybe, you know, get something to get the juices flowing, get, you know, get everybody laughing a little Uh, bit. My juices are flowing. I I don't know about you. My juices are definitely flowing as well. So I think the opening kickoff is serving its purpose there. (laughs) Um, But after that, we'll move into the first quarter where a lot of times we'll go through uh, some of the major stories or what's trending, which we'll be doing today. Uh, Then the second quarter will be sort of a little bit of fun. We'll have, you know, play play some quirky little game or some (laughs) questions that we ask each other that are kind of thought provoking, um, get the audience thinking about it as well. Third quarter is a wild card, so you know a lot of times we'll have a, a guest interview, maybe an, an expert on. Yeah, we have a few experts up our sleeves. I know. Um, a few experts in the building. A few experts in the building. That that is true. Well, three three experts in the building to be specific. Two and radio, you're listening two two radio two hosts and one expert. Correct. Two radio hosts and an expert. So Rob is our expert in house, and he'll be joining us. Uh, for many of our episodes, to talk about some uh, you know things that he's very expert in, uh, we also have uh, James. James Murphy is another uh, one of our you know well well renowned guests that is going to be recurring as well. Plus,
1: I'd plenty say, more exciting. I'd say James Murphy is pop culture pop music
0: expert. Yes, absolutely, and, and that that's kind of that's his forte. So we'll see uh, what else he has up his sleeve there. Um, and then, uh, but today we have something different planned for you for the third quarter, which was kind of pre recorded. So we'll get to that soon. And then the fourth quarter, we'll go through our local topics. So, what's going on in our neighborhood? What's going on in our lives? What's
1: going on uh, in your neighborhood?
0: What's maybe your neighborhood or your lives? You know, you know, you never know how much we know about it. So, (laughs) you know, we'll go into that. Um, And then the final drive will be our each of our chance to kind of spill out whatever we have left to talk about. So. The idea is that takes about thirty minutes, so we'll we'll see where we end up with that. Did we get a start time, or did we just go? We we just went, so okay. uh, so, so I don't I, I can't tell first how mistake. long we've been going. First mistake. Everybody makes mistakes yeah. in their first time through this. So uh, anyway, let's get started here with what's trending in the first quarter. So Steve will kick it off. I'll hit you with the first one. The All NFL right. trending up or down?
1: Um, it's quite topical because we're actually sitting in front of Monday Night Football, probably one of the worst games. <laughs> Ever to be played is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns. Um, the NFL is trending down, very, way way down. Officiating's down. The teams are down. Even the good teams are kind of lame. Like, no offense, the Pats are just yeah. the Pats. They <laughs> they win every time. They they they're they're tough to watch. Um, and the Panthers are lame. They're they're a weird mix of like super swaggy, but also very unswaggy. And it's no one really wants them to be good. The, yeah,
0: the Panthers are very confusing. Eleven to zero. I would say that.
1: Um, and so I don't know. I mean, what's your take on? It? I just the N. I mean, I will definitely watch every game on Sunday and yeah. all the Bucks losses and everything like <laughs> that. But uh, I'm not happy with the NFL this year. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's definitely safe to say that the NFL is trending down in in many regards. I don't know if it's trending down in the most important one, which is that everyone is still watching it and everyone will continue to still watch it. Um, but I think that a lot of the things that you mentioned, the officiating, real real big pet peeve of mine that these officials are you know you know most of them are lawyers full time during the week. And, and it's like, this is a multi billion dollar industry. That's the life, And 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 it's like, these guys aren't. Look, I mean, officiating isn't always the most, you know, it's a valid point to say, what would these officials do all week, Monday to Friday, you know, if there's no football games, but uh, so maybe, maybe they're not 40 hour, you know, a week employees. But I think that these guys, they need to figure something out to eliminate some of these mistakes that we've seen because it's 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 not acceptable I I mean with such a huge money-making industry for these guys to make some of the mistakes they've made recently the inadvertent whistle last week just guy lost track of the ball and blew the whistle these things are not things that the highest level of athletes should do and I I know that I watch plenty of games with you and you can't believe when a wide receiver drops a pass at the highest level of the game I, I don't understand how a referee can blow an inadvertent whistle at the highest level of the game so I think that's one of the things trending down. Certainly, all the injuries are making things trend down as well. The um, new concussion movie. The new concussion that, movie. That literally is... no one will watch. <laughs> if you like football, you don't watch that movie. I, I, and if you don't like football, it's still a really boring movie. So yeah. you're not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too excited about seeing that movie, but I, I am excited to see what the reaction is to it. Um, I if, doubt. For the people who do watch it, I guess. I doubt
1: a person who's not a critic will watch it. There's right. just no. Po- like, why would you. If you like football, you're not going to watch something that bashes football. Only people right. who hate football will watch it and they will still think it's boring. Right. That that's Also, speaking of this giant money-making machine, even the gambling is is trending down yeah. for football. Yeah. FanDuel, um DraftKings, they yeah. have 500 commercials every <laughs> set of commercials. Um, <laughs> yeah, but banned in New York.
0: Yeah, both both were kind of uh competing to be that to win that job as the, you know, the one that the NFL would maybe eventually pick as that as that big sponsor that they needed. And now, you know, the first step in what could be a long downfall is that New York has uh, uh, illegalized them, uh, calling them illegal gambling. Now, they're still, both sites are still operational, still running, but certainly could be the writing on the wall there for New York, you know, big, big player in this market, you know, outlawing them. Fun
1: insider fact um, I can't remember which one it is, but I think DraftKings is in Boston, basically Boston. Draft DraftKings is Boston. Downtown, like right a few buildings away from me. Uh, Apparently, they have to work on Sundays because that's like the biggest day of the week, obviously. Um so they just bring in a bunch of like everybody has to work. They they have TVs all around, they order tons of food and they get hammered. <laughs> I know this insider insider information and they just like answer emails or whatever technical questions and it's like a huge yeah. Sunday party and then they could just kind of goof around the rest wow. of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's certainly you would expect that maybe that isn't still happening now with some of the the employee well, misconduct not for, not for that's that going on. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think overall, to, to hit the nail on the head, there, the NFL is certainly trending down, um, in in a lot of these ways that we're talking about, and we didn't even get to the fact that the you know that NFL kickers are, are are the worst players <laughs> at their position in professional sports nowadays. It's, I love it. It's it's. I hate kickers. <laughs> there, there are about five good kickers in the league, and then after that, it's a it's a crapshoot now, and it's it, it is amazing that that NFL kickers have one very simple job. And and there's so many of them that are bad at their job. And yeah, it,
1: I mean overall, I mean I'll still watch every game. It's the NFL as a whole still gets two thumbs up for me, and I cannot wait for for the Super Bowl. I cannot wait for even next Sunday. Yeah, but as a whole, I think in general. Things are not
0: looking good for the NFL. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna put a trend on it, certainly I think down is the correct trend. Um, given that it's been so high for some years. All right, years, we're done with so the NFL. Move on. Too much. Christmas. Next topic.
1: Derek, your first Christmas.
0: I my f- yes. Not, not your
1: first Christmas. No, no, but this like, isn't your my first, first Christmas. I'm about the first Christ-
0: one to. I'm the first one to, to speak
1: about Christmas.
0: To analyze Christmas. I think Christmas is trending <laughs> up as it is every year. Um, of course, it's trending up right now because Thanksgiving just ended, and we have finally got into the spirit. We're decking out our apartment a little bit. Starting to feel good about the holidays. I think one question I have for you uh, to counter this is, obviously Christmas is trending up. We don't Correct. have to establish that. What are your feelings on pre-Thanksgiving being over Christmas spirit?
1: You mean Christmas as of a week ago, basically Christmas as of a week ago? Oh, uh, I'm pretty anti-before Christmas before Thanksgiving, Christmas spirit, uh, because I want to go 110 percent to the wall Christmas as soon as Thanksgiving's over. Um, and I don't, I don't think if, if you do that, you kind of take something away from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, both are very similar and like you just eat a ton, see a bunch of family and you're thankful for all the stuff that you're going to buy on Black Friday or Christmas, whatever. Right. Um, and so I think you got to give, separate them as best you can. Um, Christmas is obviously the best holiday. So yeah, I like trending up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I agree. I've wrestled with this idea a little bit. I think that uh, there's certainly a valid point to say that Christmas is such a great holiday that it should be able to coincide with Thanksgiving, that they can both exist in that same holiday spirit, but... Having said they're that, they're too similar. They're very similar, and there's also no big lead up to Thanksgiving. You know, on November first, you're not breaking out all your Thanksgiving stuff because it's not there yet. You you're, know, breaking you're waiting out your until that
1: week. Pumpkin lattes.
0: Exactly. You're, you're doing all these other fall things, and so Christmas there's a legitimate build up. You know, you, you hit December first, or, or even today, November thirtieth. Uh, by the time you're listening to December 1st. I am 1st. amped
1: for Christmas right and now. Everyone's like amped I for am Christmas, pumped. Right? And,
0: and everyone's breaking out their, their decorations, everyone's getting their Christmas trees, and you just don't see that same buildup for Thanksgiving. So and I, I think that that's a good reason to separate them, to be able to give each its, its due, kind of.
1: And as a little shout-out, I walked into the apartment after work. Derek had the day off today. Blam! Hit with Christmas spirit right in the face. Wham! There's stockings, there's lights, there's uh, whatever this is called, tinsel? Tin, uh, garland. Garland, garland. Garland, whatever. Garland tinsel, It yeah. is... It is decked out. There's a, yeah, a wreath. A wreath hanging up on, on the exposed brick in, I am, in this apartment. I am 100% in the Christmas spirit, and mostly thanks to you, Derek.
0: Thanks to everyone, but I'll, I'll take the credit for just one day. So, uh, All right, next topic. We'll go to the NBA now. Kobe Bryant is, uh, has announced that he'll be retiring at the end of the season. Not much of a surprise the way he was playing lately. Kobe. Kobe, I don't. again, this is another trend that we probably don't need to give away, whether he's trending up or down, but what are your thoughts on Kobe?
1: Kobe is... I don't know what to think about Kobe. I think I love him. I think I love Kobe because of one quote, he said um, someone went for, Someone he was playing against went 0 for 8 um, in a basketball game shooting. And he said, they said, like, oh, what do you think about like so-and-so going 0 for 8? And he goes, I would go 0 for 26 before I went 0 for 8 <laughs> because he's like, that means you got scared and stopped shooting. And like, I, I just want the ball, and I want to shoot it every time I get it. Um, so he's a polarizing character. He's very, you love him or you hate him. Uh, he won how many? Five? five, five NBA titles um, with some nobodies. I mean, he won a few, with Sh- how many won a Shaq? Two with Shaq. Think, yeah, two three three, three. Was, three. three with Shaq. Three with Shaq, I think. Um, I mean, he kind of just did it all and then he's really like a, a, a mummy right now. He's a zombie. Yeah, he's, he's just on the court closing his eyes, chucking up threes and like smiling to the crowd because he doesn't really <laughs> care. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it was obvious that he was going to retire or he was just going to become an embarrassment um, now that He's announced it. They can give him the the Derek Jeter, Mariano treatment and give him all his whatever, his prizes and his, oh, look at this, look at that. Like, thanks so much, whatever. But uh, he's trending down because he's he's retiring. But I think as a person
0: and as a basketball player, I think we're going to really like that we lived through the Kobe era. Oh, oh, certainly. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, first of all, I'm very happy that he announced this because I I hate to see guys go out. The way that he was heading towards going out and that and that's just to continue to to struggle and really just be unable to continue and then kind of whimper off it was it was almost like that the past few years you're kind of just like the Lakers are worse with him they need to either cut him or he needs to retire but 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 then the Lakers have that same sense of obligation that this guy has been our franchise for forever essentially and you just don't want to move on and cut the cut the cord on that guy so Mm -hmm. I think it was a very good thing that he announced that now Going back to your topic about him being polarizing, certainly true. Uh, I've hated Kobe Bryant his entire career. Because you're a Celtics fan. Because I'm a Celtics fan, and and I, I just, I've just i never liked Kobe. And but, a dork. <laughs> but, but, but having said all of that, I think the way that I would describe it, you know, when I saw Kobe struggling you know, intensely at the beginning of this season, I did not feel bad for him because I, I've always hated Kobe. Uh, I will miss having him in the NBA. I, I think that you are definitely right that we are lucky to have lived through that era because – that we're we're also entering an age in sports where there is no longer any villains because everybody That's is true. friends with each other. Yes. Everybody is, you know, who who in the league hates Steph Curry? A- anybody in the league or, or LeBron James? Everybody's friends with them now. Yeah. Kobe w- had enemies in this league, and and you know true. that, you know, I lived through plenty of those with the Celtics and the Lakers going going at it. And I think that those types of rivalries, you know, we can go back to Jeter too. And I think Jeter lived through an era where the Red Sox and Yankees had big rivalries and teams actually still hated each other which it feels like doesn't happen anymore. So I think uh Kobe was a one of a kind player I think. It you it, know he, he didn't he never reached the, quite the level of maybe being, you know, compared to Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. Jordan and LeBron seemed to be in that conversation on their own, but he was so polarizing that he, he there's just no going to be nobody else like him I think that I, that garners so much hate but is also so good and so clutch. And to
1: that point about like the hatred between players and everyone being friends now like it really made, like, we, the basketball is, basketball now, we're living through probably the best basketball team of all time, or maybe maybe one of the worst, too. And it's still not that interesting, because the teams don't really, it's just, oh, look how good they are still. Yeah. Instead of, like, like Kobe Bryant, like, choking out people on the court, or <laughs> Michael Jordan getting into people's faces. Like, there used to be fights on the basketball court. Yeah, We used to, used to care about stupid random games. Now it's like, oh, look, the Warriors won again against random opponent X like who cares
0: yeah it's uh, the the hatred in sports I know it gets into a different topic because I know that you don't always want you don't want too much you don't want violence and you don't want you know a lot of stuff like that want, but but the passion yeah. I think the, the passion to to you know I, you want to dislike your opponent I think at the highest level of sports especially when it's entertainment you know that that's essentially what this is when it comes down to it this isn't high school this isn't kids playing for scholarships this is professional sports which yeah. is entertainment and I think that having that passionate dislike for your opponent has always made the games way more interesting to watch, and I think that it's starting to go away in the modern-day era of all sports, I think.
1: I think what makes this podcast so great
0: is my passionate dislike for you. It's... So I mean, it just makes for a better product. Look, if we just agreed on stuff and if we if we got along, like if we were if we were happy about living together, <laughs> yeah. then uh, pff, like if no, I didn't hate your guts, then no this would listen. not be fun. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. It, it, it would be insufferable to get through thirty minutes of this if I actually enjoyed hearing what you have to say and please didn't shut didn't up. Aggressively shut disagree. Up.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> All so. right,
0: moving on. Next, fourth and final topic in what's trending: it's Creed, the movie. Ironically, neither of us have seen this movie, but we're still going to talk about it yes. because so many other people are talking about it. Everyone's so what talking are, what about it. What are your it. thoughts? For actually, I guess it's my turn to go first. So, uh, Creed saw the saw the trailer. It's really excited about it. I think uh, what's interesting is that several people, when they saw the trailer, didn't realize that this is you know it's Creed's son. You know, people just thought that it was a Apollo, boxing movie. Apollo, Apollo Creed. Creed's son yeah. from the Rocky movies, and so uh, that was the most interesting interesting thing to me is that it just picks up right where that series left off with a huge name actor who's, who's really breaking into it, and Michael B. Jordan, uh, getting into a ton of movies lately, and he's, you know, become... Getting,
1: getting into a ton of shape.
0: Yeah, yeah, that too. He's and, ripped. Yeah, exactly, for that movie in particular. So um, definitely excited to see it. Everybody, uh, our in-house expert Rob has seen it. Uh, he gave it, I think he gave it an 80s, eight, high 80s, I think, um, on the on the Rob tomatoes. So uh, definitely something worth seeing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it for sure.
1: Um, and I also, for those of you who haven't, Derek probably touched on all the, the same points that I would because I haven't seen it either, but um, I listened to the Bill Simmons podcast and mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan was on it recently. Oh, really? um, Shout out James Murphy and our car ride home from New York. Um, we listened to that and it was actually very, very good. Michael B. Jordan seems like a very down to earth guy. Um, I didn't know much about him and mo- apparently he's been in a ton of movies. Yeah. ton of movies. Um, either, is, And this is his first as like a main lead. Right. Right. um any i mean
0: all reviews seem good so I can't wait to see it, Derek. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I won't see it with you though, but I'll see it with someone. No, no. someone that I like a little bit more. Yep. So yep. okay, that brings us to the end of the first quarter. Uh we'll quickly move now into the second quarter. So, like I said, second quarter is usually some type of game. So questioning, quirky. It's gonna be very quirky, quirky you know, finicky <laughs> type of thing. So, so finicky. Um finicky's so. <laughs> not a synonym of quirky. Not at all, but you know, we're gonna go we're gonna roll with that one. So uh second quarter now, we got three main topics in this. So our first topic is a challenge of a question that was Posed last night by Rob to me, and now we're gonna pose it to each other. So the question here is related to Thanksgiving as we transition from Thanksgiving into Christmas season. Uh, before we close the book on Thanksgiving, Steve, for the rest of your Thanksgivings, you have to pick one side dish to mm-hmm. go with your turkey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One for the rest of your. Now, as Rob pointed out, it, I guess theoretically you can drop the turkey and choose two side dishes instead. But Make it simple. Just pick. Assuming one side. that you're not a psychopath, you're gonna keep the turkey. So, <laughs> what's your one side dish for the rest of your life?
1: Okay. Gravy is not a side. You gravy, get gravy on whatever you gravy pick. Gravy can go on whatever you pick. Okay. Yes. Uh, hmm. Okay. So I have thought about this. Not super hard because it's, the the answer is, there's no wrong answer. All the sides are good unless you pick creamed onions. Then you're my dad and you're a crazy person. Um, I would pick, I think, something potato-based. Gotta have potatoes. Not. I'm not a huge mashed potato fan. Um, I think probably something sweet potato. Sweet potato. the sweet potato with marshmallows on top is a dish that mm. you don't get any and I know stuffing is the same same way but sweet potatoes with the marshmallow on top is like sweet I oh, know so good and so good I love it. that's yeah. what I pick sweet I, potatoes
0: I, hey that, that's a fair pick I think going back to your mashed potato point I love mashed potatoes <laughs> you know I love mashed potatoes um Do you amount of times that, you said going back to your
1: mashed potato <laughs> point to me
0: this, this week too many I, I gotta <laughs> cut back on that phrase um the You know, mashed potatoes are a huge huge part of Thanksgiving for me, and I think it's uh, one of my favorite side dishes. But going back to what you said, you can have that all the time, I think. The, if you're looking at your Thanksgiving dish, I'm keeping a dish that I only have on Thanksgiving or, or that is particularly unique to Thanksgiving. You do so that's eat why mashed I,
1: potatoes a ton. I
0: eat mashed potatoes a lot. <laughs> yeah. a lot of, it's one of the core components of a lot of my meals. You're pretty basic. Um, if I'm going to go out and make a meal, it's going to have mashed potatoes in it. So um, I would say... The stuffing point is good. I think that stuffing is something that is only usually had around Thanksgiving time. So that would warrant, a, warrant some consideration for me. But I think for me, I'm going to go with uh, more of like a casserole. So for me... Casserole. Um, casserole is oh, a side dish. Know you know, so, so now, like now a, we're, we're incorporating a like few a different elements. Casserole? A green bean casserole is gotcha. exactly what I was about to say uh, at our Thanksgiving. So we have green bean casserole. Uh, my mom makes it with green beans, corn, uh, cheese, some graham crackers, things like that. Mm. Uh, so that all mixed together, I think... I don't know if it's cheating or not to have that many elements, but I would say as a dish, I would go with the casserole or something like that. You Love need it. the Thanksgiving, keep it with the turkey, and you got you know enough going on there. So uh, we'll go got with it. that one for that. So next, next right. topic. I'll, I'll
1: announce the next one. So um, for those of you who don't know, basketball is also pretty weird this year. Um, we have a team that's, what are they, 18-0? 18-0. Which is 0-0. crazy. I think the the most wins ever in a row um, to start the season was 15 by the something-year Rockets. Um, so, 18, they've already, they're They've they already the best team to ever start a season. Um, and also, we have the worst, literally the worst team to ever play this, any sport of the Sixers. And that's a fact. They have the worst losing streak of any team ever in any sport. Um, which team will get a win first? And which team will get a lose first? Or basically, who will win? Will the Philadelphia six, 76ers get a win? Or will or the, Warriors, the lose.
0: Warriors lose first? So... I am going to go with the Sixers getting a win first. Um, I don't know exactly why I'm picking that, but I did watch the 76ers when they played the Celtics a few weeks ago, and the 76ers have some talent on their team. I can't understand why they're 0 and 18. Um, having said that, Jaleel Okafor is now getting in trouble for everything off the court. He's yes. been he's been arrested, and I, th- I think he got in a fight with someone after the he's Celtics had game. had a gun pulled on him, Yeah, so, speeding. So he's certainly going right along with their 0-18 season. But uh, I am going to pick the Sixers. I think that the Sixers can pull it together before I see anybody beating the Warriors. The Warriors have gotten through a few good teams, and they now have another stretch of, of beatable opponents. Not that anybody's not beatable for them, but particularly you know subpar opponents coming up.
1: I will also say um, I'm going to agree with you because... I'm taking the stance that I don't think the Warriors will lose a game. I think they'll go undefeated.
0: Undefeated, this eighty-six season. and 82 and
1: 82 and zero. 82 yeah. and 0. Well, there, how many? 82. Yeah, 82. Okay, and then, eighty-two and zero. I think they're going to win. Maybe one loss to the Magic if they play the Magic, <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Right. But other
0: than that, that makes sense. The Magic seem to be the most suited to beat them. So, um, so I think say that that. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. um, all right.
1: Next question um, in the quirky game prepared segment section of uh, yeah. quarter yeah. two.
0: Derek, is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh, is a hot, hot dog. Topic. A sandwich? This is the hot topic of the week. Uh I am there's going some to ten- say there's some
1: tension in the there's, house.
0: There's tension in the house, and I actually haven't heard most of the tension with, with <laughs> how each each person in the house feels. I am going to say that a hot dog is not a sandwich. Um now a hot dog resembles a sandwich in a lot of the ways that that a sandwich is typically defined and constructed. My here here's my main reason why I'm going to say it's not a sandwich, and that's because of the closure at the bottom, uh, to me, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. To me, a sandwich, it's about the closed sandwich piece. is a two-piece, you know, two pieces of bread that are encompassing. What a would bunch you call? What, what about
1: an open-faced sandwich? Because that's one piece of bread and is also called a sandwich. That, but I think open-faced is like a an, um, an amplifier that says like, look, this is not a normal sandwich because <laughs> there's one piece of bread. I, a norm that's like saying a normal sandwich has two pieces of bread, but this right. one doesn't.
0: So it's an open. It, it would be real tough for me to quantify an open-faced sandwich. As not being a sandwich, <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So under that under that caveat, I think that a hot dog would be considered a type of open faced sandwich.
1: But, Ugh, I, but that's so
0: lame though. No, it's not an open faced <sighs> sandwich. Is a pita a sandwich? Because
1: a pita, like a when you no, you know, pita like not. a gyro or a hero, whatever they're, they're they're called, whatever they're called.
0: Uh, I say a pita is not like like a you know a pita bread. Yeah, it's not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich to me. So a hot dog isn't a sandwich. Hot dogs yeah, you a you hot know, dog. You know. Yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm going to decline the open-faced sandwich concept, and I'm going to say that an open-faced sandwich is not a sandwich. Okay. But however, if it was somehow proven or, or established that it was, then it'd be very tough for me to say that a hot dog is by not. science. But, but I'm going to I'm going to say that an open-faced sandwich is not really a sandwich, and therefore I think a hot dog is not a sandwich.
1: Okay. Um, I agree that a hot dogs not a sandwich. I disagree that an open-faced sandwich is not a sandwich. <laughs> um, oh, so and I'll make a little point here. That's the last of our stupid questions, but. Hopefully, in the next few weeks, the next time this happens, I want to set something up where we get questions from people, whether it's via Twitter, via the website, via Facebook, whatever. You could text us, um, and we'll answer your questions, and you can say, Oh, Steve and Derek, I was wondering if, like, Blah, 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 blah. And we'll say, okay, blah, 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 right. But we'll mention you on air, and you're, we'll answer your question. It'll be kind of funny or whatever. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So we'll get that all set up uh, And online. hopefully
1: your questions are better than, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> the,
0: yeah. The, the <laughs> That's the first, best we could come up with. First episode, we had, to, we had to pull something together. Side note on that, we'll also probably, if anybody wants to be a guest on the show, we're definitely willing to correct have some, some guest callers. Now, this isn't a live radio show the way that our ones in college were, so we don't really have the infrastructure to set up live calling. But we could really? certainly... Could we, like, Skype? We could Skype for sure, but it's 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 not live in the sense that we're you're not going to hear it till the next day. But I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can arrange a Skype interview for it to be live in that sense. Of, yes, you, yes. You'll, you'll Skype with us, but we'll have it. Pre- you we'll could have it
1: recorded. you could ask us to be on to discuss
0: yeah. a specific topic this week, and then we'll. we'll, you, can't, get, we'll get you can't you can't
1: hear us interview. right now and call in because you're not right. listening to it while we're talking. <laughs> because we already we already said everything.
0: You're. Creating, I'm at work so. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work on Tuesday. Right. Exactly. So am I. So. Um, okay, so now we have gotten through the first and second quarters. We're we at halftime it. now. So <sighs> there is no halftime, actually. We're going to go right into the third quarter. Oh. So uh, the third quarter, like I said, is a wild card. Sometimes we'll have our guest interview. Uh, this time, we're going to have a special pre-recorded segment that is... Uh, so So, a lot of times, we'll do spoofs of certain things. A lot um, of times or this time? So this time, we're doing a spoof of something, and, and potentially more in the future, we'll do spoofs of them, but... Uh, for those of you who, are, who have ever listened to the podcast Serial, this is going to be a spoof on Serial. Uh, for those of you who are New England Patriots fans, you will know what the subject matter is about. Uh, if you don't know either one or the other of these two things, this won't be very interesting or funny to you. But I think that it... The fourth uh, quarter will be killer. The fourth quarter will kill it anyway. So uh, now we'll play this and we'll come back for the fourth quarter. This is a
1: Global Kill Link prepaid
0: call from... Tom... Brady. This is Serial. One story told week by week. I'm Sarah Koenig. For the past year, I've spent every working day trying to figure out how, or even if, a few air molecules escaped from a football in January of 2015. Or, if you want to get technical about it, and apparently I do, how the New England Patriots footballs appeared to be underinflated at halftime of their AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts on January 18th. All the details of this case are a bit of a mess. I'm not exactly sure how to make sense of it. So we'll start at the beginning. After the Patriots' 45-7 win over the Colts in the AFC Championship game, allegations arose that the Patriots had illegally deflated footballs to gain a competitive advantage. Shocking, I know. The Patriots' quarterback is a guy named Tom Brady. He was the first person to face these allegations on a radio station called WEEI the morning after the win. (laughs) And if they prove that you were deflating them, they've already said they're going to revert. Uh, Change. Oh, so yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, have colds to go to the. <laughs> that, that, that whole ticket thing—you have to worry about that if it happens. The Colts are gone. Oh god, that's the last, the last of my worries. That's yeah. You know what? I, uh, I, I, I don't even respond to stuff like this. Brady says, "quote I don't even respond to stuff like this." Unquote. But why? Why not respond to such a silly little allegation if it wasn't part of some larger, massive undertaking? Could he have been hiding something else? Some greater master plan? Who might he have been protecting? I just don't know. Something seems wrong about it. But I can't seem to put my finger on just what. Anyway, big news would break the following day. ESPN reporter Chris Mortensen broke a story claiming that 11 of the 12 Patriots footballs were underinflated by 2 pounds per square inch. For the scientists out there, a very significant drop that likely proved tampering by the Pats. The Pats is a nickname I've come to use when referring to the Patriots. This investigative stuff can get tedious. It's one of my little shortcuts. Anyway, this report by Chris Mortensen was false and was never corrected, and it cast an incriminating tone in the public opinion over this entire case. But we'll get to that later. Four months down the road, Ted Wells, an independent investigator hired by the NFL to solve this case, Released a 243 page report with all of the answers. They didn't know whether the Patriots cheated, but they concluded that they probably did. An outside scientific firm, Exponent was its name, completed its second big discovery in recent memory when it concluded that the footballs must have been tampered with, that nature on its own couldn't have been responsible. Exponent's other major discovery recently was that smoking doesn't cause cancer, but We'll get to that later. In the report I was just referring to, a Patriots locker room attendant, Jim McNally was his name, allegedly deflated 12 footballs during a trip to the restroom he made for 90 seconds. So my college roommate and I figured that there was only one way for us to really know for sure whether this was possible. We tested it ourselves, because reasonably we had to know, could we deflate 12 footballs in 90 seconds? all to be approximately the right PSI for our quarterback's liking? We just couldn't seem to get a definitive answer. From our attempts, we were never able to do it. But what if McNally had practiced? What if he was, you know, well-versed in this kind of thing? What if someone else was in the bathroom helping him, but maybe wearing an invisibility cloak so that no cameras could see him? Or what if supernatural forces were involved in the deflation of these footballs? Somehow, none of this added up to me. I mean, why would Tom do something like this? I've had several long conversations with him since that day in January, and he seems very genuine at every turn. I just can't figure out his motive. If he was already one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live and didn't need any competitive advantage, then why would he put everything on the line? But then another side of me says that the numbers don't lie. The firm that proved that smoking doesn't cause cancer did prove that nature was not the only culprit in this deflation. And even though the NFL did pay Ted Wells $5 million to reach a predetermined conclusion, does it necessarily mean that that conclusion was wrong? Before we move on, there was one piece of the report that I want to talk about. During the investigation, Walt Anderson, the referee during that game on January 18th, was asked to identify which of the two distinct air pressure gauges he used to measure the balls in pregame procedures. One gauge had a big Wilson logo on it, and the needle on that gauge was long and crooked. The other gauge, we'll call it the non-logo gauge, which, you may guess, had no logo, had a short and straight needle. When asked by investigators, Anderson remembered using the logo gauge for his pregame checks, pointing to a scenario in which the balls actually wouldn't have been tampered with. However, since this didn't fit the story that the NFL and the media had already been pushing for several months, the investigation concluded that Anderson most likely used the gauge that he recalled not using. Mind twister, I know. There's just so much to digest in this case. So many people who may be lying, but I can't seem to get a read on most of them. Every time I speak with Tom on the phone, he seems so genuine, so brutally honest. But then more pieces of the story fall in line that make me question him. I mean, how can you explain him notifying the investigators that he was planning to destroy his cell phone and then actually doing it? Are those the signs of an emotionally, mentally stable suspect? All of these twists and turns really drain me. I just can't seem to put it all together. But if you thought this thing couldn't be part of a larger, more breathtaking set of interconnected crimes, possibly through the genius of one Bill Belichick, well, just wait until we get to the Hernandez call. Next time on Serial. (laughs) <laughs> all right, that, so that was it. That's that, it.
1: Um, <laughs> can I be the first to speak?
0: You can be the, can be the first to speak. Yes, I
1: want to hate it so much. I want to hate it so much because it's so you. It's super Pat. It's super. I mean, but it's so well done. Like if you have listened to Serial at all, it, it is spot on. Even even like the um, the little like idiosyncrasies that she does with her voice, like the. You know, I just can't get it. I can't think. she repeats yeah. it's. It's almost like you yeah. listen to it and just subbed in words. It's the, so well the, done. The
0: intro is basically subbed in. The, in. the intro of the very first episode of Serial. If you go back and listen to that, it's basically subbed in for this co- content. Matter. It's really good. Um, I knew that. This, I knew that there was a Pat's bias in that, but it was. Uh, yes, I fr- it's I figured so... it was still still worth it. You're such a dork.
1: So. Oh, <laughs> it's so good though. I'm I'm proud of you, but also. I-, I wish I had a say in the making of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, potentially we can do another serial remake of another topic that comes up that, that makes sense. We, we'll, we'll spoof something else next we'll, week. We'll spoof a lot of stuff, I think. So. We're just going to be spoofing left and right. It's, we should rename the show The Spoof. The Spoof. The Spoof. The spoof? The, the spoof. We'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. Spoof. The Spoof cast. The Big Spoof. The, the Big Spoof. Yeah. Some, something. Big spoof, big spoof and Little Spoof or something. Spoofing. Yeah, it's tough. Spoof's yeah. tough. Spoof is a tough right. one for get sure. Okay, it. get past it. We're here, fourth quarter. We've arrived at the local relevant topics. So oh, exciting! We have a few topics here. Um, we will start. I'll, I'll give you all three topics, and I'll let you decide which order we go at them. Ooh, so I get to decide. You get to decide. Oh, what awesome. Order we go after these three topics. So we got the BC football season, which mm-hmm. we want to spend as little time possible talking about. What because, football because season? The, exactly. You, now you're thinking. That, so we have two topics, North End Life and Rudolph the red Nose Rager, which is upcoming yes. sometime soon. So you can take the first topic and run with it. I'm going
1: to run with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager. Uh, for those of you who don't know, most of you do, uh, we host an annual Christmas party. It's been happening since, uh, what is it, 2010? 2010, 2010. Sophomore year of college. Um, this year will be the sixth annual Rudolph the red Nose Rager. Uh, we put a lot of time and effort to this. We... we This is a true hosting party. We go out, we spend a lot of money, we make fancy drinks, we decorate whatever apartment we're hosting it in, um, and we we truly put a lot of effort into it. Um, And we love it. This year, because we've moved to the North End, it's a bit tougher. Our apartment holds (laughs) at tops 15 people standing straight up, um, five to six people sitting down. um, So we can't host it here. We probably can't host it at a bar or an event place because... We also probably want a keg and don't want people to have to pay to get in or mm-hmm. whatever reason. Whatever. We haven't done any research, so that's mostly our fault. But um, it will happen. Guarantee it will happen. Um, you heard it here second. Actually, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. We're, ex- we're going to decide the date tonight, but an educated guest says the 19th. Potentially the 19th. Yeah, ish. Um, definitely Saturday. Gives us most time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, most people will be around the 19th. Educated guest says that. So mark your calendars. Um, Rudolph Abena's Rager, if you've been there, it's so fun. If you haven't been there, you're invited. It's a blast. Very fun. And, yeah. and this
0: year, like you said, it's a little bit of a challenge, not having the big place that we had the last two years, and then plus our college places were big enough as well. So this is a little bit more of a challenge, but uh, nothing good comes that doesn't come with a little bit of a challenge. So mm-hmm. I think... Uh, we'll overcome it, and we'll make sure that we have a very, very good party. It's so um, fun, everyone! It's, it's very so fun. fun. It's very fun. It's very. <laughs> I'm so excited. Lots of holiday spirit and uh, so car- much cheer. Carries right a over. Lot so of much cheer. cheer. You know, uh, our own drink stations and everything. Funny sweaters. We- we'll talk more about this as it gets closer. But yeah. pencil in the 19th, and make sure you tune in next week to find out the confirmed Official date, date yeah. of the Rudolph the Redmond Nosed party. Second topic. I'll jump right into it since you were just talking about it. North End life. So we just moved to the North End. Uh, September 1st, we moved in here. And we have experienced a bit of a change from the last few years in Brighton. We were in a big new apartment in Brighton that was, you know, Woodstock for those of you who knew it. Cheap. Uh, very, gorgeous. you know, cheap but gorgeous apartment. Beautiful interior. Big, spacious. Great for having our parties like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager and things like that. Big backyard. Not a big backyard. Uh, a Big backyard. Uh, a decent backyard. regular size know. backyard. A regular size backyard for, you know, having cookouts and things like that. So... Uh, A big, big change. Clam Bakes. Yeah, Doug would love those ones. Um, Doug's definitely not listening to this. 100% not listening to this. Not a chance. Doug, you're dumb. Yeah. (laughs) I would text Doug to tell him to listen, but my text would just go to outer space and never come back. So uh, basically, uh, big change. You know, North End, no backyard, no big spacious apartment, more expensive, but a lot of stuff around us, lots of good restaurants, which we need to step our game up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, big change, obviously. Uh, you, uh you'll speak to it in a minute, but you work very close, so now your commute Ooh, is very I much do. easier. I do. Uh, my commute's about the same, but a lot different now. Parking a little bit of ways. it's more of a city life, though. It's definitely it's, more – you feel like you're doing something every time you walk outside, and I think that's one of the big advantages.
1: The crazy part about Boston, and this is, I think, as Boston as a whole, we moved probably how many miles? Four – less than four, probably. We moved – Yeah, it's probably about – probably let. Four to five, maybe. Four to five miles, yeah. whatever. Four to five miles. Our expert says five, so. We'll, expert we'll says five. five, so we moved five miles away from our house. Not a huge distance, and it is a one hundred eighty degree change. Yeah. It is so different. It's we're now living in the city where there's things going on left and right. There on Sunday morning, you'll open your window and there'll be a parade going down your street for some random saint. I mean, yeah. we're in the North End, so it's it's extremely Italian, extremely Catholic. Like it's very, um, I don't know, eventful. Right. Um, there's farmer's markets there's this and that and the other so it's it's very very eventful where whereas i used to have to go home and sit and listen to you talk <laughs> incessant oh my gosh all you did was talk and it was so boring and i hated it but now i get to yeah. get out of the house and go now do fun things i, I
0: talked i'd have to talk to Please. other people oh my yeah, god
1: stop talking
0: yeah um, i talked to people that that live near us and we have a bunch of friends that live walking distance to us and uh, five point zero miles. Our, our resident expert was literally to- right on the money. Tony Rialli, just to just to, clear- <laughs> just to clarify that he Rob was right on the money with five point zero miles is how far we moved. Um, anyway, yes, it, de- but it feels, definitely, like it, feel, it feels like we moved a hundred miles. It feels like we moved across the world, and I, think, I love it. Um, it's a, it's a big change, but I think we love it so far, and and hopefully uh, we'll continue to talk about this as we go mm-hmm. forward in the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you
1: guys start. who live in your respective like. Back Bays or Jonas, who still lives in Coolidge Corner, and all that, all that good stuff is fine. But come
0: on, I mean, yeah, the North End, come come on, on. come on. I mean, it's so good. It's 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 tough to beat. Come on, the North End. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Okay, Okay. last topic of the day. Uh, We'll make this real quick. BC football season. They finish the year three and nine. They go winless in the ACC. A lot they, of turmoil. They, they win zero games against Power Five opponents. They oh. don't. They only win two FCS games and one game against Northern Illinois. I'm going to say this.
1: I'm off the Adazio bandwagon. I was. I was fully on. But here's the, another thing that I, I, I talked to um, one of my friends about this. We had one athlete on the team last year, and our team was so fun to watch. We yeah. have zero athletes on offense. We have not one person who's like exciting to watch. And that makes the difference. We had one person last year. Yeah. Tyler Murphy. And, yeah. he, I mean, he was good, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't outstanding. He was just yeah. a good athlete. We have a good enough team
0: and to hold
1: our, our own. We just have zero athletes. And, and, we just and, have a bunch
0: of and And the defense, improved. The defense improved since last yeah. year. Dramatically. The Insane. defense was the number the one total defense in the nation. Uh, I remember I, I sent a Snapchat you guys the other day. The top six defenses, it's Boston College's number one. The next five teams are perennial playoff contending teams. Yeah. And then you have BC at number one defense, and somehow they, they don't manage to win one game against a power five our, opponent.
1: And this was not a joke. We did some, like a few games, we would have been better off punting on first down. <laughs> our offense gave up more points than our defense. We yeah. we literally, multiple games a season, would have had a better chance of winning if we punted yeah. every
0: first time. I mean, through five or six games, the, the defense was responsible for fewer touchdowns allowed than the offense was, which is just, it's just pathetic. <laughs> yeah. So... Temporarily I think I am very much teetering on the line with the Dazio bandwagon. Um I'm th- off. I I'm on board with the offensive coordinator being fired. Uh a few of our players are transferring as we've mentioned. Uh Marcus Outlow and Sermon Alston. Sherm is out. Uh Sherm Sherm's m- trending down. Sherm is t- has been trending He's down been all year down with all the, year. with the punt returning. So good luck. Hey, I'm gonna be back in full force as you know, you know, more excited than ever next year because there's always the optimism around here, but you know, definitely a tough way to go out this year. So uh, Two thumbs down this season is just bad two thumbs down although for
1: sure the, the Fenway game was a blast we kept it close it is what it is yeah but it's it, overall it was bad. it was very BC uh, however. Very, I mean, the most BC they, the, BC f- games forced you to watch every second of the game yep. just so they could lose yeah. and you had no <laughs> and the thing is there could be five minutes left and you down by three with the ball and you would have no right. you you'd know you, BC had no chance But but you had, but you had to watch it anyway because you your cause. mind
0: told you they had a chance but your heart your heart knew
1: they didn't well logic told you that they had a chance but you knew right. that they they didn't yeah yeah, exactly statistics so. said they had a chance exactly it was bad,
0: so. okay um okay so that ends the fourth quarter wow and what a are, ride what a ride that <laughs> was and uh Whoa. we are not going to overtime so our final drive here uh we'll just we'll abbreviate it any overtime. last thoughts um steve give you the chance first I don't have many last thoughts Do you have any final thoughts I have, before a, I have a question up?
1: before I speak Yep um, Will music be dubbed over this section So like I have to be talking Kind of like I'm talking over music Music and, like, fun. will
0: I'll put the music in slowly Probably now Right, right? Yeah there you go There we go Music is just, music just started okay. right there So I, I kind so of So it'll start up. ramping up a little bit Okay yeah. So um,
1: X amount of seconds on the clock I would like to say uh, thank you to everyone who's listening. This is the first inaugural uh, You Heard Your Second podcast. Uh, I will have something prepared for the last 60 seconds from here on out. Uh, But this is just a shameless plug for our own podcast on our podcast. Um, They only get better. We've both done this before. Um, This is just a test run. Um, It's fun. It's exciting. Derek has some really high-tech equipment. If you can't tell... We're speaking into two very high-tech microphones. He has a, a soundboard in front of him. Um, we are doing this right, and it's gonna be fun. Um, if it sucks, don't tell us. Tell us it's great. Um, also, we would really, 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 really love if we got some like uh, social media feedback. Like, if you gave us those questions that I mentioned, or if you—I don't know—we'll we'll make it. We'll make it all pretty known. But if you kind of respond to us and, and pander to us, um, it'll be a lot of fun. And,
0: uh, maybe we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. No, maybe, uh, possibly. You can't bank on it. Um, uh, everything Steve said, I echo the same thing. I think uh, we've done this ding, before, is that but my... how, how do we end this? <laughs> that, that's yeah, ding, ding, ding. There we go, thing. Got it. Okay, we'll, we'll put a buzzer in next next time. Uh, I echo everything Steve said there. This song's been going on for a while. If I started playing the music back then, but uh, either way, I think uh, you know Derek and We put together a nice little simple website. It's not nothing overwhelming. You just scroll through it. Um, it's got the basic info you need. You can listen to the podcast there. You can uh, get to the, the the big topics there and submit you know questions and anything else like that there. So uh, go there. Uh, very easy website to remember. Go there and you know give us your feedback. Like Steve said, I think that the show will get a lot better if, if the if you guys start getting involved and giving us some questions and some topics because. Uh, we're pretty boring. I'm pretty boring, so uh, mm-hmm. not always thinking of the best stuff, but we can execute this and hopefully keep getting better. So, thank you guys for listening. You heard it here second. Uh, the number one episode is now in the books. Give it up. And you heard it here first, actually. Yeah, um, make some background noise. One. Uh, fans are going crazy in the background. So. <laughs> atmosphere is electric. Good, <laughs> atmosphere is electric. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Woo! Deuces! Just